right, Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kalechi, sorry, Kalechi, do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcast. Okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> It's the Ben's Punani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea We are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind I just left my baby boy a message Said, although we're in the same home, I'd rather be alone. He doesn't fully understand me, but I'd rather tweet than to speak. If you give me some time, we can watch a film you want. But I'm still missing outside, you see. And we've been inside here for what feels like years. I really don't mean to hurt him, but I need some time to be alone. Cause when you love someone, you just don't treat them bad. Oh, how I feel so sad that we're just quarantined. He's crying out to me. Let's play Monopoly. But I just want to be out of this, out of this quarantine, this quarantine. Are you mad? The fucking banger. Absolute tune. Danelle Jones, where I want to be. Because when you love someone, you just don't treat them bad. Oh, how I feel so sad. Now that I want to leave, she's crying her heart to me. How could you let this be? Better, better stop singing before they come for my class. And they're like, Kalechi, run us our check. What the fuck? Why are you singing the song? But that is a tune, Where I Want to Be. The album, I think it's called Where I Want to Be as well. That's the one that has um, Nisa Lefty Lopez, R.I.P., Ooh, say what, say what, say what? Nah, that went Oh, That album. Oh my God. Let's just take a moment. That fucking album was sensation, is sensational. You know, when people are putting up um, pictures of like, which album would you listen to the whole thing from beginning to end and not skip a track? That is my fucking album. Like I would not skip a single track. Like, oof. There were serious, serious tunes on that album. Like, um, it's a color pass, girl, what's it gonna be? Hey, shorty got her eyes on me. Oh, we've been talking since two girls. Oh, oh, come on here, R&B. Come on here, R&B. Come on here, tunes. Come on here, vibes. Are you mad? You are mad. Nah, no, that, oh my God. That is an album excuse my singing but you know I gave you what I could give you really and in this day and age we've just got to take what we can you know what we can get so um yeah it's me Kalechi Kalechi Okafor Okafor as they keep wanting to fucking remind me all the time Kalechi I really love your podcast but could you pronounce your name past- oh, suck your mother I pronounce my name how I want thank you so much um yes so I'm back Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Is it welcome back? Welcome back. Welcome back. I tweeted today because it's Easter Sunday, Ishtar. Um, 
I tweeted, welcome back at Jesus. And it made me laugh. And I put the mace, uh, uh, is it GIF or GIF? Whatever. I put the, I put it there. And yeah, I was just really getting my life. I think I'm going to go with, um, I think I'll go with GIF. Or is it GIF? I'll go with GIF. Yeah, I'll go with GIF. I don't know. The fucking pronunciations of these stupid things. Um, but yeah, I put that and that was hilarious to me. Um, yeah, so like big up man like Jesus, um, you know, these earth angels, these light workers that have come through before us, shown us Wagwan and, you know, done what they needed to do um, and rose again because you can't keep a bad bitch down, you know? You cannot keep a bad bitch down. So that's the message I got from the Bible. Uh, yeah, take that as you will. <laughs> so anyway, welcome to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? That's right, Suck Your Mum. Whoa! Last week, I was in such high spirits because I went for a run and then I recorded the podcast and then Monday I just felt so kind of like blah. And my mood has um, risen again. I'm having, you know, a great time just training and catching my jokes, catching my vibes where I can get them and not trying to put too much pressure on myself, you know, because life is tough as it is already. And even when people try to bring me down like a bad batch of puff puff, I rise, you get me, is what it is. So yeah, I've just been busy myself, you know, watching how to get away with murder you know, I want to fucking, I want to slap those students. I want to slap their fucking faces. You came into Annalise's life. You motherfuckers came into Annalise's life. Killed her whatless husband because he was, Sam was a fucking whatless human being. You killed him. All of this, what, where's with these wiggy woggle neck? Everyone was just doing what they like. And then you have the cheek to be like, Annalise, you ruined my life. You ruined my life. And I, and even Michaela slapped her. You know, I remember that episode now when Michaela slapped her. And I just thought to myself, you know, me and you, yeah, forget that I'm your teacher or this lawyer. I will, I will, we will enter the same, we will enter the same trousers. I will tear your clot. Are you mad? Are you mad? We'll forget age difference. We will rock it out. Wow. Nah, how to get away with murder is a mad thing because it's, I think I find it so frustrating because Annalise is the kind of archetypal black woman that we see in society that people are so happy to kind of take, 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 take from her. And at the same time, be hypercritical of everything that she does because, you know, she's fucking human and she has her flaws too, but they won't let her have that because at the same time of putting her on this pedestal of like, save us, save us. They also want to tear her down at the same time. So I just want to rock them on behalf of Annalise and on behalf of other black women that have to put up with this fuckery. Um, and ultimately they need to go to jail if it was me the way that they're talking to Annalise I'd be like let me wait let me let me just remind you all of something yeah you will go to fucking jail you will go to jail if you play with me today okay all of you will go to jail how many murders have you all got on you now how many bodies have you all got on you now and have I got a single one no you've all got bodies on you behave yourselves okay because ring ring upon that jail cell yeah that's what we'll be doing County jail, do you want to come and take these bitches? Behave yourself, honestly, honestly. Woo! Connor, Connor is the one that aggravates me the most. 
Honestly, Connor and his sport brat ways. Oliver, I think he's a cutie. He's lovely. But, um, and even who, um, um, Nate that she was dating as well. I just want to punch him in his six pack, you know, just bossa in his six pack because again, he likes to move mad too. Like who are all of you? Who do you think you are against a bad bitch like Annalise Keating? You're the reason that she keeps drinking all of you motherfuckers because you won't let her have a moment of peace. Ah, anyway. I just needed to get that off my chest. I think I've watched other things. I've been watching Snowfall, uh, the series. I'm on season two, I think, at the moment. Damson Idris is a fucking brilliant actor. My God, like, he's such a baby boy. Watching him play Franklin Saint on Snowfall, I don't know why I was so late to the game, but trust me, I'm in the game right now. And my God, am I invested. Wow. His acting is superb. Like his acting choices, like that he makes for the character, absolutely brilliant. The writing, gorgeous. I love that fucking show. I have to watch it in bits though, because there was one episode, I think it was in season one, that really, really made me uncomfortable, like really triggered me. Um, I don't want to put out any spoilers, but it was just really, they went to go and get um, money that was stolen from Franklin and the guy that they took with them, he just did some unspeakable things. And I just, yeah, that made me so uncomfortable. And I felt like uncomfortable since. Like, I don't know when another thing's going to come out, um, come up on the show that's going to make me feel icky again. But yeah, it's, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant series. So I'm still watching that. What else have I been watching? I think that's pretty much it. Like I've yeah, and obviously I've been watching um Real Housewives of Atlanta because you know that's my fucking show. And Neely Leaks is hilarious, but Kenya is a mess. Kenya remains a mess. I've already said that Cynthia Cynthia's a fucking flip up flip flopper. That's what she is. But Kenya, I would be so scared to to be like Kenya Moore is like my ultimate fear as a person to like be that toxic and that um, mean and just be so not self-aware. Like she's not self-aware at all. Like I don't think she clocks. And it's I'm not even saying like it's her fault because fam, like she grew up knowing who her mother is and knowing her mother didn't want her. I don't know what that does to somebody, you know, and she's gone through so much. It's just there comes a point where it's just like, at your big, big age with all of the access that you now have to things that can help you, why are you still behaving like this? Why are you still making these choices? So yeah, she just, I can't stand her. I really, really can't stand her. She really bothers me. But Portia, big up Portia, because she seems to have really been learning from her past um, behaviours and her past choices. And, you know, she's the one actually giving wise counsel to um, Nini and Portia, um, Nini and Kenya at their big, big age, and they don't want to behave themselves. Cynthia, I just don't know. She strikes me as that kind of person that when she was in school, she would let people take the piss out of her, um, take the piss out of her just so she could hang out with the popular crew. Like she needs to do better. At, she really, really needs to do better. Candy. Wow. There was that scene that she had with Todd where he was, you know, I, I feel like he was making valid points. Don't get me wrong. You know, Candy's out here being a bad bitch, being a businesswoman, making money, doing all of these things that she's doing, starring in the shy, like, you know, getting her cameo roles, like doing what she's doing, right? Cool. And so I hear that Todd is just like, well, I, it would be great for you to spend time with the family because you just went and now got this surrogate who's going to have our baby. 
maybe you should focus on this for a bit. But it, I guess it was the manner that he was delivering it that just sounded more like, oh, well, I've been supporting you doing your things and I just want you here. Stop being so successful. And I just really rate Candy for really hearing him, looking past some of the words and just hearing that he needed her because I just feel like maybe that's an area that I would need to grow in because I would just get defensive if I was in Candy's position. Like, what do you mean? I'm out here, like, working hard, grinding, hustling, doing what I need to do for this family. What do you mean I should behave yourself but I really rate that she put her ego aside and really just heard what he was saying to her um was trying to say and not at all very well but yeah it was it was it was interesting to see that I'm learning lessons from Real Housewives of Atlanta but that's why I enjoy my shows you know I enjoy my shows I enjoy my things and yeah it's what it is so anyway rather than me rambling on and telling you all the things that I've been up to I hope that all of you man non-gender specific all of you man are well you're taking care of yourselves being kind to yourselves let's get into the tarot for this week then The first card that came out is a major arcana card and it is the judgment card. And I think that collectively we're all facing this um, global moment of judgment where, you know, we know that in the Bible it says, you know, uh, and God will return to, or Jesus will return to judge the living and the dead. And I used to think, well, what do you mean? Because they're dead. So wouldn't you have judged them already? Because otherwise, why are they in heaven? I don't get it. But actually, I feel like it's the living and the dead to themselves. Like, are you aware of yourself? Like, are you living your truth or are you dead to your, are you dead to your assignment? Are you dead um, or are you living in and towards your assignment? So, you know, that kind of karmic, assignment so I think that that this is what it's saying like we've all arrived at this moment of judgment where we're being asked to take a moment like literally a pause if you imagine I've always thought to myself that life this life is we all talk about the fact that it's an illusion and it's a 3d stimulation but um or simulation rather um I've always thought about it as a video game and this is why I don't put so much um importance on material things like money and things like that because just like a video game you game you literally need it to get things if you are then using it to kind of justify your self-worth then that's a bit mad but this is where we found ourselves anyway in this society so we've now found that the game has been stopped it's been paused because we all need to get ourselves together and maybe go back and read that manual about what we should be playing, what 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 we're here to do in this kind of 3D simulation. What are we actually here to do? Are we living in our truth? Are we dead to our truth? It's that moment of judgment of ourselves because we are um, aspects of God ourselves. We are aspects of the divine. And so we are the, taking that moment of judgment of ourselves. And that's not a judgment in the sense of making ourselves feel shame. No, this is um, void of shame. Like we're not here to shame ourselves, but really to take um, inventory of where we are in this journey of our life. Um, and how does it differ to the other lives we've lived before? that's not necessarily me talking about reincarnation before you've like, I don't believe in that. Even in this life, in in this life, from when you were zero age to where you are now, you've lived many lives. You have, we all have. So even when you're taking inventory of all of the lives, all of the ways that you've changed, all of the times you've died and you've transformed and you've become anew, what are you learning on that journey? Did you even realise that you, you, you died? Are you still dead? Like you need to wake up, you know, and this is that energy that we have around Easter, the idea of new beginnings, of transformations, of resurrections. Like this is the time 
time for you to reawaken to your purpose. You you can pretend to be dead for it for only for so long. Yeah. So this is why I think that that this card came up because it's that energy for us all, that idea, that concept of 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 judgment um, and taking um you know, taking inventory, looking at where we are currently and to look at ways that we can now have um, firm foundations, better foundations for ourselves, because the next card that came out is the card of the four of uh, four of wands, which is a minor arcana. Just looking at the things that we set in place in our day to day life. What are our habits and do our habits reflect the assignment that we believe ourselves to have on on this earth? Like if you're out here saying that, no, I'm a supreme bad bitch. I'm here to come and achieve this and achieve that. But in your daily life, you're not actually doing things that reflect this or take you closer to that. Then you're, you're making decisions that take you further away from your own light. Then what the fuck is the point of any of this then? What are you doing then? So rather than finding distractions for yourself and looking online for, I don't know, for someone to push you and spur you in the right direction, you're being asked to take the time we're all being asked rather to even take the time first of all to rest and also to look at the foundations look at our daily habits and just consider whether those daily habits really true like truly reflect who we see ourselves to be when the people that we see our highest selves to be that's what we're being asked to consider and some are being asked to consider like your marriage or your relationships as well because four of swords and four of wands rather it's about union as well. So that, um, whether it's relocating, maybe it's a long distance relationship, I don't know, but it's looking at what decisions are you now going to make? The time has come to make a decision about what you're doing regarding your relationships, regarding, um, marriages, whatever partnerships, whatever it might be, the relationships that you find yourself in looking at those and thinking about where you want the relationship to be, or the kind of person you see yourself being, or what you expect from a relationship are the daily habits of the relationship you're currently in. Are they reflecting what you expect from a relationship? And if not, why not? you know, and, and making those um, decisions because you can't keep pretending that the things, the issues aren't there. You're not going to um, ignore them away. You're either, you know, they're going to remain there. And should you want to go further, because the next card is a major arcana card again, and it's the empress. If you want to go further, even in the sense of maybe having children, having more children or adopting, whatever that might be, whatever that might look like to you in terms of um, building a family, if you want to go ahead and do those things, can the relationship that you have currently with the habits that are currently in your relationship, can they sustain that thing that you want? And if we just look at the Empress as just the energy of creating um, and nurturing and and ruling the that which we bring into the world in terms of that which we create in the, in the world or the energies that we create in the world and being responsible for those energies that we bring into the world does the uh, do the habits that you have do they support you being that empress do they support the things that you create what's the point of creating and creating if you don't if you lack the uh, discipline and and the self belief um and the self esteem to maintain what you've created there's no point really is there so it's interesting that between the judgment card and the empress card is the four of wands literally saying that once you've know better what are you doing to do better you know you 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 can't 
pretend you know that that none of these things or that any of these things um are happening because they are they're here they you know they're very very real things um and yes yeah, sometimes that might bring heart um, heartache and heartbreak because the next card is the three of swords um but i think that that's a perceived fear i don't think it's a real fear i don't think it's a physical fear i think it um it's a perceived fear because swords, it's a mental, it's a mental energy. It's what's what's happening in your mind. So some people aren't stepping into their power simply because they fear what they might lose in the process. And there has to be a shedding of self at every stage um, where we move from what, what we once were to who we are destined to be there is a discomfort there there will be grieving because you're you're allowed to grieve the person you once were as you go towards the person who you're destined to be and who you truly are it's okay to grieve those things but you can't let the fear of grieving those things or the reluctance of wanting to grieve those things stop you from stepping into your power and then when i play it back as a relationship thing are you scared of saying um, what you want and what you need from the relationship and the areas that you think could do better in your relationship because you're scared that ultimately you might lose that person? Fam, if you speaking your truth means that you will lose the person that you're with, they never, they weren't meant to be the person that you see this journey through with. Like they can't be part of your highest good if, if when you are saying things that you know will bring you closer to your highest self, they don't like that for you. You know, partnerships are important. We need them as humans. You know, we need that social um, aspect uh, in order to thrive as humans. But the true partnership that is the most valuable partnership is the partnership that you have with yourself between your human self and your God self. That is the partnership that you should, we should all be chasing in terms of not chasing as in ha 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 chasing it down but we should all be looking towards to cultivate and to maintain and to sustain that is the one that we should be most worried about the human relationships the person that you're stressing over that oh my god they'll leave me if i if i say the things that i want they still need to go and find themselves too so you, you, why worship someone who isn't even like truly living their truly living in their divinity this is not what you're here for you know, this is not what any of us are here for. If your if your truth will take people away from you, then they weren't the people that were meant to be on your path, or that you're or to, or to continue on your path. Because obviously, everyone serves um, a purpose. We all serve a purpose in each other's lives. But there comes a time when you have to really, really deep it and look at it and be like, the things that I want for myself, the person I see myself being. Th- can this relationship, whatever that relationship might be, it might be a working relationship. It might be, you know, in terms of a romantic, intimate relationship. It could be whatever. It could be a familial relationship in terms of parents, siblings, whatever. If that person doesn't want you to make the, um, or make the steps towards the things that you know will take you towards your highest good, then you need to left them. You need to put them to the side. That's not necessarily saying, oh, you put them to the side forever. But you, if you have to show the universe that you're ready to, to, to wear your big person pants and, and live the life that you truly came here to live. And it's tough. It is tough. But the last card is Ace of Cups. Your cup will runneth over when you do that. All of your heart's desires, all the blessings that are waiting for you will be able to manifest 
um, and you'll be able to see them more clearly. They'll be able to find you and be attracted to you. Once you clear the debris of, of, of shame and fear, you know, you have to clear the way for your blessings to land and you have to make space in your cup for it to be filled, you know? So I guess that that's the um, message in that. Whenever I see three three of cups as well, I always think about um, infidelity. So that's coming to me as well in this. um, If I read all of these cards another way, there's the moment of judgment that's coming forward in somebody's relationship, especially when they're moving or thinking towards um, pregnancy or they're thinking towards um, building or creating or um, having a family, but they still need to address um, the infidelities um, maybe from before. And when they do, it just allows space for an honest relationship to go forward. So if that's the, you know, these are the things that need to be um, considered as well. That was just another thought that came to me. Uh, but yeah, moving on from there, we've got the, uh, next card, which is the say your mind affirmation card. And it says here, blessings continue to slide in the DMS of my higher consciousness. Look at that. As you're reading this, your higher self is welcoming blessings that will serve you in the biggest ways. As you are listening to this, your blessings are just waiting for you taking this moment as I keep saying taking this moment that we all have um well a lot of us have not everyone because there are people out here who's still working 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 to benefit us all taking this moment that you've been given um or that you found yourself in to clear space in your mind like I've been meditating quite a bit clear space in your mind so you are more discerning of when opportunities arrive for you um, and you're more um, receptive to hearing your own intuition and feeling your own intuition about what you should be doing next. You have to have that space available and this is the time to use it. Stop distracting yourself with all of the things that are happening on the outside. The whole point of this um, is for you to take the time to meet yourself. I've said that in the last week's episode and, and this is why it's here again. The next card is the transformation card from the Marcella Kroll deck, um, from the Marcella Kroll Oracle deck and number 19 transformation. Here we go. The butterfly goes through many stages before it becomes the beautiful creature. It is honor your process and allow your beauty to be seen by all wear more color to help announce the arrival of your exquisite transformation. Meditate on this when you want to call in more beauty, grace and acceptance during this time of transition. And I just think that that is so beautiful. And I just, again, I have to big up all my spirit guides and um, mother goddess and father God for like always coming through with these card uh, readings because I don't plan them. I just like ask the question. I, I meditate on the question and I just pull the cards and I start reading them when I get on the mic because I just like for it to be a free flow of consciousness. Um, and there we have it with transformation transformations are painful and, and they, sometimes they're ugly, you know, and I use that word ugly very loosely in the terms that when a caterpillar creates that cocoon, first the caterpillar is there creating the cocoon, making it. So there's that part of our process as well, before we transform, where we make, we make, we make the situation, we create the situation that will keep us safe as we go through the process of change. A lot of us have created that, uh, that, space 
And it doesn't necessarily need to look pretty. It doesn't need to look attractive to other people. We're not considering what other people are thinking because other people will look at the cocoon and be like, fucking hell, that's ugly. Uh, what's in there? Uh, uh, uh. And then you emerge as a butterfly. But even the process of emerging from the cocoon as a butterfly, even that is painful. And there's that dormant time where's that time of when you are dormant within the cocoon where nothing seems to be happening and other people might be like oh well look at them they're done for they're not here anymore i thought they were a baby girl thought they were a baby boy (laughs) haha thought they were a baby non-binary where are they now (laughs) not realizing that that you've gone away you've gone away to transform you've gone away to return anew this is our time to go away and return anew so this feels like a self-drag again when it comes to things like my business and this um, things like that. I feel like there are some people who seemed very, very gleeful when um, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to close the studio and whatever. Even though, you know, loads of businesses are closed, but it just seemed like, oh, really? Oh, that's, oh, oh, that's so sad. There are some people that seem to be very, they seem to show up when they think that something bad is happening to you. It's a very weird energy, but I'll get into that soon later on it's come to me now actually there are some people who just literally seem to show up and and they want to do the whole oh oh, oh, I'm here for you but I don't think it's a here for you I think it's just they want a closer proximity to see you grieving because they're scared of your light so you just need to also consider who are the people that show up when you're going through the perceived ugly part of your process of transformation. Who are those people that time and time again, that's when they want to come and do, oh, I'm here for you. Oh, oh, oh. But when you're, when you're badding up the place, when you're louding up the ting, when you're out here flourishing, when you're, when you're twirling in your colors, when you're serving looks, when you're serving vibes, where are they then? Mad quiet, mad quiet. These are things to consider, you know, these are things to consider. Um, And you all seem to like, or a lot of you seem to like the um, messages from your angels oracle card. So I pulled another one this week and the angel that came out is angel Vanessa. And it says to make your decision, ask yourself, which way brings me closer to my divine purpose? Which way takes me away from it? Ooh, a motherfucking word. That's a motherfucking word. It says here, the longer message is, Should I go this way or that way? You wonder. One day you're sure of your decision. The next day you question it again. This indecision will be healed by focusing on your divine life purpose. Even if you aren't sure of your purpose's exact nature, you do know that it involves bringing peace to yourself and others. Based on this foundation, oh, see, foundation, four of wands. Then which decision brings you the most peace? If you are still unsure, then ask God and the angels to help you further. You can ask us which decision will help me them will help the most people this is a wonderful basis upon which to make your choice sometimes the easiest route is the one that takes you further away from your divine purpose so your indecision may come from a fear of making waves or unnecessary um, or uncertainty about your future in such cases gradual change is warranted slowly introduce your new direction into your daily life and ease out of your old direction slowly in that way you won't frighten yourself you will be more open to hearing god's guidance and you will feel our love look at the angels look at the angels basically saying in a cute way without swearing what i just fucking said well there you go there was a swear word there (laughs) but um i just think the message is beautiful man like i just you uh, Big up the angels, big up the angels, two slaps on their chest. 
because they really just come through when they need to come through in it. So that's the tarot reading for this week. Let me know how it resonates with you. Remember to hashtag say your mind pod and um, at say your mind pod uh, or at collection of and let me know um, how you're feeling, how you're vibing. I would love to hear more about it. So let's move on to share your magnificence then. Okay, share your magnificence this week. Uh, goes out to the Ubuntu Ubuntu Women's Shelter. I'm just going to read the letter that I've got through from them. First of all, dear Kalechi, first of all, thank you for bringing the truth every week. Your tarot readings speak to my higher self, but but constantly and force me to listen, be still and take each day as it comes without giving into my Virgo neuroses. You're a much needed regular dose of sanity when the world is moving fucking mad on the regs. But the reason I'm writing to you is to tell you about the organisation I work with in the hope that you'll big us up on your podcast. I work at Ubuntu Women's Shelter. Shelter as in the verb. We're a feminist organisation led by migrant women that shelters and supports women with no recourse to public funds. The women we support um, are usually migrants often facing anti-blackness as well as misogyny. They face destitution when the asylum system spits them out and would be on the street and in uncompromising, even dangerous situations if it wasn't for us. We present people with options for help and shelter when they thought they had none left, but we don't pretend to save them or empower them or teach them the ways of negotiating the system, etc. We behave like a port where women can catch their breath for a while and revise their strategy in the fight against the white supremacist piece of shit home office Sometimes they teach us how to hack the system so we can make it a part of our regular practice. They let us know which solicitors and social workers are worth their salt and they show us what we do or say wrong and how we can uh, be better when we fuck up. They steer us towards what they need and the gratitude is mutual. Women with no recourse to public funds, NRPF, are often brushed off by councils and government-funded shelters as outside of their remit or these people that they don't know what to do with. We're the only organisation that focuses on NRPF women, and that's women with an X, so people who identify as women, um, in the whole of Scotland. Even now, in a time of public health crisis, where the government says nobody should be on the street, Scottish, uh, Scottish councils are happy to do differently and ignore homeless NRPF women. It's one of the reasons that we had to fundraise to our own um, to um, to own our shelter so landlords or councils couldn't get in the way of our work. Just this week, we've provided three women with emergency housing. Two of them are over seven months pregnant and the other needed to get out of a domestic abuse situation exacerbated by the lockdown. We're supporting nine other women with food necessities like toiletries or cleaning products, chats and unconditional solidarity. We're killing it out here and under very restrictive conditions and keeping people safe when we're all under threat from the coronavirus, obviously, but also the cops with the brand spanking new powers to harass anybody they choose. However, we don't have any full time staff members and the lot of us. Uh, are volunteering long hours because we prioritise getting our guests what they need. Actually, we don't have any part-time staff. We pay a couple of people on a freelance basis for as many of their hours as we can afford. We don't accept funding from UK government because it comes with strings attached that would put undocumented women and or sex workers at risk. We depend on donations from the general public. We're asking your listeners, especially your white listeners, 
to put their money where their mouth are and throw a little something something our way so we can sustain our work please support us it means supporting migrant women to get off the street and rest for a hot minute people can donate to us at chuffed.org forward slash project forward slash ubuntu women shelter and ask their white and or rich mates to do the same thanks for your attention thanks for reading this out if you do, well, I have. And thank you for helping us all reach our better futures beyond racial capitalism and imperialist fuckery. Lots of love, Sumat and the Ubuntu Women's Shelter team. Big up yourselves. Do, 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 do. These are people who are out here doing the work and I fucking rate it. So two slaps on you lot's chest because uh, I, I I really, really love the work that you're doing. Um I would have donated by the time that you lot listen to this anyway. And I'll give you the link. I've read it out, but I'll put the link also in the caption um, or the description of this episode. So you can also support as well, because these things are important. And again, it's a, it's a lot of black and, and, and brown people that are going unnoticed and uncared for during this, uh, you know, uh, this outbreak as it is um look i'm just looking because lev's just come back from his walk he went out for a walk hey hey he went for a walk um so yeah so i'll I'll put this out there because these people are going unnoticed and it's very very unfair someone put up a tweet today i've forgotten who it was but it said that corona is the virus but um capitalism is the pandemic and i thought what a fucking word like that is a, that is a that is a word and this is where we're finding ourselves and what we would need to navigate and move away from so yeah two slaps on you lots chest ubuntu women's shelter keep doing what you're doing we rate you um and yeah so that's that for share your magnificence i think i've got another notice actually so i'll just read that out while i'm here um let me check this this is from an um, i want to know i want to know your name but you're gonna be anonymous i know why you're anonymous anyway it says hey kalechi Thank you so much for your podcast and your consistency. You have been a voice of comfort during this fuckery. I wanted to ask if it would be okay for you to share a new inquiry being launched in the House of Commons on the impact uh, on the impacted of COVID-19 on protracted uh, characteristics. I want to make sure people in our community know they have the opportunity to keep people accountable with the government's response. The inquiry link is below. So I'll provide um, the link for you all. The inquiry might not guarantee change as it's written here, but we stay hopeful. So we have to loud it up because we're noticing the disparity in the people who are dying from COVID-19, whether it's here or whether it's America. There's there's a stark, stark, um, you know, disparity in the fact that it is a lot of black people that are disproportionately dying from this, whether they're working for the NHS or otherwise. So something is wrong. Something something is fucked. And it's really irresponsible and disgusting that people will be like, yeah, but you know, black people, and they say this when it comes to the maternal mortality rates as well, with black women being five times more likely to die during childbirth. These fucking idiots will turn to you and go, oh, but you know, because black people have a higher risk of higher blood pressure and diabetes. So it's those things that they need to, no, 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 no. Stop with the black people, because just like a post that um, Josh Rivers put up the other day, um, Josh Rivers, who's the host of Busy Being Being Black, he put up a tweet the other day um, about the fact that race 
is a construct. It doesn't have any leanings towards biology. Race has been constructed for the very reason of oppressing people deemed as other, right? So therefore, if you've oppressed them and you've deemed them as other, you deny them certain things that other people have access to, like better healthcare, better food, all of these things. So you deny the, deny them these things and then health conditions form as a consequence of what you've denied these people. And then you want to turn around and be like, but basically it's your fault for having these health conditions and that's why you're dying. No, fuck that. Black people aren't just out here being irresponsible. So we're in this situation and black people are dying. Um, brown people are dying from, you know, they're dying from um, th- this virus because of systemic and institutional oppression that's why we're here so you're talking about oh well you know they've got these pre-existing conditions that are more known to their demographic shut the fuck up and go and and sort the problem out sort the problem out and stop dancing around it because you've got matt hancock that doesn't want to face um, the facts of what's happening you've got preeti patel that can't read fucking numbers accurately there's so much happening that just goes to show you the incompetence of what we're dealing with and and people are just trying to brush it under the carpet by fucking clapping, clapping in this economy. We're clapping. Let me not. Let me not. Anyway, that's that for share your magnificence. Let's move it on. So this week in So You Mad, there's just lots, lots happening. But I think I'll start with a letter from Annie. Yeah, I'll start with that. So many letters, but um, these are the ones that I, I like. Um, Annie sent a letter in. It says here, Hi, Kalechi. I know you've had some challenges pop up this week, but I hope Lev's first Easter brings some joy and warmth to you. Thank you. I was reading about the concept of rage baking, something popularized by Tangerine Jones, a black woman in America. As with all things seasoned, it's been colonized by two white women, no surprises there, to sell a book. If you're interested in the controversy, here's a good explainer. When I first started reading about The Mess and Tangerine Jones's work, it reminded me of when you had Kevin Morosky on and you were both talking about how baking is therapeutic to you, which I guess translates to being a channel for your emotions and Tangerine's whole rage baking practice. I know you've been doing bits in the kitchen this week and I'd like to send you some, oh, thank you, some money to go towards your next baking ingredients if possible. While the studio is shut, I'd like to be able to offer some support during this time as you've offered support to us. Please send over bank account details or I can send you a Monzo link to claim the money. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Sending you and your family all the love and light and hoping no more fuckery in your future amen thank you annie so um i actually went and read the uh piece because it's absolutely wild and i'll tell you i'll point out all of the wild bits to you as we go along so tangerine jones was out here for years she's been using the hashtag uh, rage baking she's also literally got the instagram page rage baking she's got the twitter page rage baked all of these things are in place and i tell you all of this because before i go into how publishers move i need to make all of these things clear publishers will come to you like they're some kind of oracle like they know everything and they're wise sages but somehow they didn't know that all of these things were already taken or did they know and they just went well fuck it it's a black woman doesn't matter we're going to move forward anyway similar to what happened with um candice carty williams and queenie this big big book has been out there like big fanfare has been made about the fact that this book is called queenie 
the hashtag is there everything and then you get a white woman come along and be like oh here's my book called queenie because the character in my book has been called queenie for ages you could have called your fucking the title of this new book in your series you could have called it any fucking thing else but you called it queenie to capitalize on the fact that candice already had queenie out in the first place and i feel like they sit there these lazy motherfuckers sit there in their in their marketing their publicity meetings and they just want other people to do the work for them and it's usually black women that people are trampolining off to soar into the sky and i'm so fucking tired of it so it says here in this piece um rage baking the transformative power of flower fury and women's voices is one of the most hyped cookbook slash essay collection um, collections of the year but tangerine jones a black woman who began using the phrase rage baking years ago in response to racial injustice isn't credited and this is again the whitewashing of black anger of black women's rage yeah is what i have a problem with but let me carry on reading rage baking makes a sort of intuitive makes a source of intuitive sense rage is the dominant feeling in response to most politics now nowadays and the failure of impeachment and the presidential primaries providing endless new things to be furious about baking is one of the most cathartic and rewarding hobbies imaginable resulting in sheets of sweet and savoury carbs. The comfort of baking seems a natural balm for anger. However, over the weekend, the conversation about rage baking illuminated a new kind of rage about who gets credit for their inventions and what kinds of people are rewarded for having rage. This is a piece read, uh, written by J- uh, Jaya Saxena, by the way. And it says here... Um, On February 4th, Simon & Schuster published Rage Baking, The Transformative Power of Flower Fury and Women's Voices, edited by Catherine Alford, a former vice president at Food Network, and Kathy Gunst of NPR's Here and Now. The book features essays and recipes from women uh, to explore how baking can be an outlet for expressing our feelings about the current state of our society, especially in relation to the 2016 election. Contributors include food industry professionals like Ruth Reiki, Doris Greenspan, Dory Greenspan, and Pretty Mystery, and other well-known writers and artists like well, whoever the hell. Anyway, um, February 14th, blogger and baker Tangerine Jones published an essay on Medium titled The Privilege of Rage, outlining how she coined the phrase rage baking back in 2015 and watched as Alfred and Gunt's uh, book was published to great acclaim as her work went un- unacknowledged. Jones, a black woman, wrote that being black in America means you're solid in the knowledge that folks don't give a a true flying fuck about you or anyone who looks like you, and that she turned to baking as a form of self-care. In 2015, she started posting online with the hashtag hashtag RageBaking and started the at RageBaking Instagram account in the summer of 2016. Rage baking is about expressing anger, but also healing in real ways, Jones told Eta over the email. Jones says she was never contacted about the book, but after fans of hers responded to Gunst's uh, use of the rage baking hashtag on Instagram, she received a DM from Gunst and Alford attempting to explain themselves. In Jones's screenshot, uh, Gunst and Alford, who are both white, say they saw the phrase rage baking used independently for years and that the book is meant to be a celebration of this movement, but Jones writes that this celebration erases her use of the phrase as specifically related to racial injustice and asks if all the research around rage baking had been done um, prior to the book's publication and the intention was to be a celebration of feminist women's voices why wasn't I acknowledged for my efforts or contacted and that's it I'm not even going to read the full article like I'll provide a link you can go and read the fucking full article but the point of it remains that this is what gets me about white women and when they want to move mad you'll jump into someone's dms and be like oh my 
on. Oh, I didn't know that you had been using it. I saw it used independently for years. You saw it used independently, but you didn't do your fucking due diligence to go and check before you started using it um, to, to promote an entire book, to, to be the title of a book. You didn't think that you should go and do the check and do the checks before. And your publicity marketing team, none of you lot thought to do the check before. When you were getting the book acquired, you didn't think, none of you thought to do the, because this is what I find so interesting. There's so much fucking energy for white women when it comes to these things. Like, yeah, sure, Jan, sure, you can have a book deal. Yeah, sure. You Oh, wow, this is wonderful. Yeah. But then black women come along and they'll want a book deal. Um, we can give you $5. We can give you $5 for your book because we don't know if it's going to sell. We don't know if anybody wants it. We don't even know if black people read. All the excuses you've got for us about all of the things, why this can't work and why that can't work. But white women come along, haven't done a fucking single, single check as to whether this thing is already taken. And they're like, yeah, we're going to move forward with it anyway. And you all go along. There's an entire team of you, fam, there's an entire team of you and nobody thought to check this beforehand. Or is it more sinister? Is it the fact that you did check and you thought, oh, well, it's just a black bitch. It's just a nigger. We'll just go ahead. It's just a nigger baking. It's a nigger bake. And then you just thought you're going to carry on anyway. And this is where we find ourselves. Same thing with Tarana Burke and the hashtag Me Too movement. Tarana Burke had been using this um, um, hashtag and she'd been talking about, um, you know, sexual assault and all of these things. She'd been talking about all of these things before. All of you lot come along, Alyssa Milano and all of you, man, come through and everyone's doing hashtag me too. And then erasing the black woman who was at the beginning of it, who was at the genesis of all of this. All the time you try to erase black women from the things they create. And this is the sole purpose, if not for any other reason that I have this podcast. You will not erase me, Kelechi Olufumilayo Okafo, from history. You will not do it. My things are my things. And nobody's going to get the Ross Clark credit as long as I am here breathing. Even after I'm not, you're not going to get the credit because this will still remain. Stop taking black women's things. Stop taking black women's things and then coming to play the victim at the end of the day. Like, oh my God, oh my God, I didn't realize I'm so upset and I'm so, I'm crying. Oh my God, I'm crying. And then it's all about you. And then you center yourself in the narrative. Run Ms. Jones her check. Run her her fucking check, yeah? Because you took things from her. And this is, it's so interesting the way that we find light in so much darkness sometimes because like Annie said, Kevin Morosky and I had spoken about this, how we both enjoy baking. I've said to you on this podcast many a time that I cook and I bake as a way to work through my thoughts. Lev agrees. Um, I use that as a way to work through my thoughts because it just provides a space. I'm creating, I'm creating out of anger. I'm creating out of frustration. And that doesn't mean that these emotions and these feelings are, are destructive. I'm using them to create something beautiful. I'm using them to create something that tastes great. Because again, it's a reminder to myself that baking as resistance, baking as an answer to political oppression, you know, I bake, therefore I am. Talk to me, chat to me, darling. You know, I cook, therefore I rascal am. Talk to me. These are things, these are things that black people are doing as a way to, 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 to not just survive, but to thrive, to live. 
to, to channel um, the, the myriad of feelings that we have about the society that we exist within that sees us when it's time to take our things, but then doesn't see us when it's time to reward us or celebrate or credit us for our things. This is why we do what we do. Res- you know, existence as resistance is a definite thing. And it's mind blowing that these two women, as big, big as they are in their respective fields, no, none of them and their assistants and all the teams that they have working for them and the publisher, none of them thought that, you know what, let's go and look into this, th- into this thing. Or they did look and they didn't give a shit. And that bothers me. That bothers me greatly. So as far as I'm concerned, the only rage baking I recognize is baby girls over here. That's all I recognize Miss Jones, I only recognise her. All the, anything that anybody else is doing, don't care. Tangerine, go through, my sis. Go through. Because the rest of it, I'm not paying attention to. The fact that they even had the cheek to come into her mentions and be like, oh, or in her DMs, like, oh, we didn't realise. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Because when you probably wanted to go and get the Instagram page for that, you would have seen that the Instagram page is taken. When you wanted to go and do the hashtag for that, whenever I want to coin a phrase, I always go and check if that thing was already in use. Do you know the amount of checks that I did before I even decided that the name of this podcast was going to be Say Your Mind? Imagine I actually wanted to call it Speak Your Mind, but that was taken. But now I just don't feel like Speak Your Mind would have even banged. Like Say Your Mind is perfect. But I went and checked. I went to do my research before I even hopped on the mic, before I went and had all these assets made. Big up, big up the baby girl that made it, Naomi Ray. Big up yourself. But before I had any of these assets made, I went and checked all of these things beforehand. So why aren't these people doing their checks? Why are people just running free, roaming free, doing whatever the hell they like? And the cheek of it, the cheek of it, you want to make a cookbook or a a cookbook slash essay anthology of whatever the fuck about rage, rage because of the 2016 elections. Who the fuck voted for Donald Trump in the first place? Probably you, man. Probably you, man. Probably your husbands, probably your brothers, probably your fathers. So don't come with any stupid fucking cookbook about oh oh this is so terrible let's just bake the rage away fuck you fuck you because you're not checking the people in your lives before you go and first start appropriating the work of black women check the men in your lives check the men who are voting against you and check the women in your life probably yourselves too that are voting against you focus on that you are your own enemy of progress so before you feel any rage about anything that's happening out there before you take it out on your fucking oven before you take it out on a piece of chicken that you're not gonna fucking season take it out on yourself Take the time to interrogate and to explore the reasons why you keep voting against yourself. Do that. Focus on that. Sorry, that's that's all I wanted to say. Like I, I oh, I felt that in my spirit. I felt that in my bones. I felt that in my fucking bones. 2020 going and henceforth, you keep taking things from black women. You should go to jail. That's it. Everyone go to jail for taking things from black women. Go to fucking jail. Right. So that was that for the rage baking. Moving on to more fuckery then. Um, Yul Adochi is an actor. He's a Nigerian actor. He put up a post about his daughter turning 15. Yeah, he put up a post. I'm going to get the post up now, actually, if my internet's still working. I've set up my laptop and all of them things so I can see things more easily. Usually I'm reading things off my phone. But I thought, you know what, I'm in my house. Why don't I do it this way? 
You'll find it really interesting, actually, that I'm recording this with no clothes on because I don't have to wear clothes. I feel like clothes are obsolete right now. Um, and I can do what I want. I can do what I want because my fucking life. My fucking life. So your Adochi put up a post and he said, happy 15th birthday to my first child, my daughter, Danielle Chidubem. Chidubem. Fucking hell. It's an Igbo name as well. What's happening to me? Danielle Chidubem, your Adochi. May the almighty God be with you always. You shall be 10 times greater than your father. Amen. And he put up a picture of his daughter. Cute girl, very much a girl, very much a 15 year old girl in this photo. The comments that I saw underneath this photo made me feel absolutely sick. One of them, the guy says, um, wow, she don't big finish or like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? You know what I'm thinking? That you should go to fucking jail. You need to, you're going, you're going to jail, you bitch. You're going to jail. You're going to jail, you predator, you fucking bitch. You're going to jail. Yuck. Another one says, bros, I beg, wait and be her Twitter handle. Why do you need, you as fully grown men, why do you need the Twitter handle of a 15 year old girl? Is everything all right at home? Clearly not. But see, if something is not all right at home, do you know where you need to go? To jail. You're going to jail. (laughs) Then another one said, um, this your daughter final, is she still a virgin? You see me? That's when I would hit that one. I would have said, drop, drop your location. If you send me your location, whoo, and I'll be right there because I can't buck you, you dickhead. I'll swing your jaw. That's just a remix of um, Burner Boy's song, Location. Send me your location because I'll forget social distancing, you know. I'll forget social distancing so I can come and rock your jaw. You don't talk about that. You don't talk about my child like that. You don't talk about my daughter like that. Like, we will fight. Um... Someone else now wrote, birthday blessings to you, dear. Sir, if you can use her as a giveaway for me, I will be very grateful. You know what's been given away, you bitch? Any blessings that you had in this life, gone. I don't even think you came with any because for you to be writing such things on Twitter means that you're mad and people before you are clearly mad. Like you're mad, you're a mad individual. What saddens me the most about all of this, right? is that because it's happening in Nigeria, this is like Nigerian Twitter that I'm delving into, because because this is happening in Nigeria, like people won't get checked. Like these men will not get checked. Like it's so dangerously patriarchal in Nigeria as I'm not, and I'm not discounting the rest of the world, but they're not going to go to jail for any of this stuff. Like they can run all of these jokes and it's not even jokes. It's not jokes. Like these men are serious. Like the way that they're preying on a 15 year old girl. And it's more wild because she's standing next to her dad as well, which I think is, is it usually you'd see like with the way that people like to move mad with patriarchy. Once they see a father figure there, they usually back up a little bit, but these guys were writing the most vile things in the comment section And it just scared me. It really scared me that this is the world that we live in. And it confirms like how 
black women, how young girls are not safe. They're not safe in so many environments, even to the point where people wrote, oh, my, t- my teacher, many lecturers and teachers that I knew when I was growing up would also say the same thing. I think my mum even alluded to something one time that, oh, one teacher she had in school, you know, said that he, you know, after years after the school was like, oh, I, I've always found you attractive. You will go to jail. You will go to jail. You think I'm fucking joking. I'll flog you. I, even if they won't let you go to that jail, I'll flog you and I'll lock you in a cage in my backyard. Don't fucking play. What? And they'll be talking about, oh, my wife, my wife. I'm 15 years old. I be 16. Yes, I got to be like this. So if you touch my ting, oh, I go tell mommy, oh. That's, that's a song for a reason, you know? The fact that the girl has to say, I'm 16 years old. And if you touch me, I'm going to tell my mum because... These men do not know how to behave and therefore mosquitoes will find you and they will ravage your penis and your your penis will consequently fall off in the name of Jesus, you fucking disgusting pricks. Yuck. Wow. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Everybody that's moving mad in that comment section, I want all of them gathered to jail. Off to jail you go. That's it, Lev. Off to jail they go. Nonsense. Nonsense and bombasticity. Ah. No, I'm... I was thoroughly disgusted, absolutely disgusted. And they didn't see anything wrong with what they were saying. And then people were coming to me because I was cussing the people in the comment section. Someone wrote to me, oh, there's no need to talk like that, dear. You should talk with more elegance. You're a woman. Okay, right. I'm a woman. That that much is correct. I don't have any elegance. I move. I move like I move. And I move in a way that is cruddy. Yeah, and I'm ready to beef all of you because you are mad. Somebody else uh, commented and they wrote, oh, the women are saying that, people are saying that this is men misbehaving, but I am a man and I don't behave like this. I don't think it has anything to do with gender. What is what is wrong with Nigerian Twitter? Like what, like genuinely, that's a genuine question. Like what is, what is wrong with Nigerian Twitter? Because what do you mean it's got nothing to do with gender? It's got everything to do with gender. It's got everything to do with patriarchy. It's got everything to do with the misogynistic belief that you have entitlement to female bodies in any way that you see fit. It, no, no. We will fight. We'll fight. And after we fought, you will go to jail. Madness. Absolute madness. It, oh, so far, as of at that time of recording, um, Yula Dochi hasn't said anything in regards to what all of these thousands of comments um, that we've seen. He hasn't said anything to address all of this. But I guess, again, the culture would mean that he probably just leaves it because people will be like, oh, men will be men. And it just means that your daughter is beautiful. No, what it means is that these people are predators and something needs to be done about them. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, My next So You Mad? Well, it's just very brief. But you see me, yeah? You can't come and tell me that I can't, say, speak out when I think that something is off. Certain people who consider themselves to be activists, like you're doing your thing, you're doing whatever, went on TV to say that, you know, they felt so bad that Boris Johnson had been hospitalised and, you know, they just very much on a human level, on a human level. It's funny that you're considering him on a human level, on a human level, considering him, considering his family in a way that he does not consider other people's families and other people generally. This is a man who is a vile, vile racist, but, oh, just on a human level, you know, let's, you know, 
politics are immaterial right now. Politics are never immaterial. Let me just tell you that from now, baby girl. Politics are never immaterial. And going on air to be like, oh, I just feel so bad for his wife. You know, she's pregnant. She's expecting her baby. There are other people who are also expecting babies and and, and they're susceptible to all of this because of a lack of governance, because of a lack of go- competent governance from this person that was the, that is the prime minister. All of these things are happening, but you wanted to take time out of your day to come and talk about, oh, well, I feel bad for him. People are trying to justify it to me talking about, oh, well, you know, she gets um, so many... Um, people commenting and writing horrible things to her that she, you know, she would need to go on and say what she said. She didn't wish him bad. She didn't say this. She didn't say, you didn't need to go on. It's my point. I've just, I just wanted to just put that throwaway comment in there that you didn't need to go on. I too am asked to go on the news and talk about things and do this and go on shows and talk about whatever. You don't need to go on and nobody will come and do, um, martyrdom for me and expect expect that I won't I won't say how I see it as far as I'm concerned a lot of people are happy to be talking heads and they're happy to go on to these shows because it's more exposure which means that when they want to have a book deal when they want to do certain things they've got the numbers to back it that is the main reason don't come and do it like oh, I'm doing it for the community I'm doing this because at the same time you also actively erase black women when you're do, when you're doing your tweets and whatever you will take the tweets of black women repurpose it and get all your likes so don't come with oh I'm doing it for the community just sometimes all of you own it and say that you're doing it for yourself to say that you're doing it for yourself and then the people that will now come and back you and be tweeting about me and the abstract about secure the bag feminist, instead of you to go and suck your mother, you stupid frog looking bitch, that's what you should go and focus on and not be talking about me because it's the same people that will call me this and call me that, that will be using my name in their book proposals to finally land the deals and they'll be pinning it on their page. Like finally got that book deal. I want to know what those capitalist feminists think about this now. Shut up. No one's thinking about you. No one cares about you. Your hair looks like it smells. Fuck off. Fuck off. All this time worrying about me. Go and find go and find good nutrients for your hair. Go and find good nutrients. Go and find something else to do with your time instead of being bothered about me, bitch, and who I'm collaborating with. Because it's so funny that these same ones that want to do up, oh, I'm the real activist. I'm the real revolutionary. I'm doing it the right way. You're still going to go and give speeches in these um, institutions that were founded on slavery. You're still going to go and do all of those things. You're still signing book deals with who? People who are still probably, when we look at it all, very, very racist themselves, but you're happy to go and do all of those things. But it's me that you want to have energy for. That energy will die out very quickly. That battery will become void don't play with me hoes do not play with me i said what i fucking said you don't have to go onto these shows you don't have to do these things you choose to do them and when you do them we can call your integrity into question and i will do that because everyone else feels like they can do it to me and this is why i have to move smart with the decisions that i make we all have to move smart it is what it is and if you're going to be a hypocrite own it that you're a hypocrite but please behave yourself okay cool so that was just a by the by on so you mad um let's go into this fuckery then because i saw one that i just thought was absolutely mad um where is it let me bring it up here it is two men arrested after licking hands and wiping them over vegetables meat and fridge handles in the supermarket you're wondering why this isn't in suck your mum or a straw of the week and it isn't there because i need that space to talk about other things So it says here, 
Police have made two arrests after two men were seen on CCTV licking their hands and wiping them over vegetables, meat and fridge handles in a supermarket. The men walked into the Sainsbury store in Lancaster Road, Morecambe, um, on Saturday afternoon. Staff were forced to thoroughly disinfect the store and destroy products, Lancashire police said. Wow. Fuck you. Fuck you, you absolutely disgusting, absolutely ridiculous human beings during this time that everybody is panicking they're in a frenzy people are losing loved ones you motherfuckers decided that you were going to walk into a sainsbury's and start licking your hands and rubbing it over vegetables and 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 handles and all all sorts it will never be well with you it will never ever be well with you and you know where you need to go to jail i want them to go to jail i don't find it funny me that i'm always here to talk about prison reform and this put them put them in jail you're going to jail that's why i want to see you in jail because what kind of behavior what kind of nastiness what kind of just lack of human decency what the fuck is wrong with people why would that ever be I don't know if you did it as a joke. I don't know what you were doing it for, but it will never, ever be funny. Like, that is not cool. Right now, where people are worried about so much, like, that is fucking vile. That's horrible, horrible, horrible behavior. And you're truly mad. Like, madness is coursing through your veins and it's not something that you'll be able to urinate out. I'm sorry. Anyway, in my last um, So You Mad segment, because there's so much happening, for a time that people are meant to be staying inside their homes, so much is happening that... I I could be here forever. Like this could be a hilariously long episode, but I I cannot, it's Easter Sunday. I need to go and make some things. I need to go and make some drumsticks. You know, I need to do bits. So my last one for So You Mad that I just thought was hilarious. I was laughing about this with Leonie Nicole Black is um, this article that says Bruce Willis, you know, Bruce Willis, Die Hard, Unbreakable, Sixth Sense, all of those films there. Uh, is currently self-isolating with his ex-wife, Demi Moore. And while his actual wife, his current wife is at their home, like she's at uh, his actual house, she's there. Um, Her name is Emma Hemming. So... It just blows my mind. It it, it just blows my mind that that he's in quarantine with his ex-wife, but his actual wife is at home. And he said that he wanted that, well, they were, they were self-isolating together because he wanted to be with his children. Wait for the, wait for me to land. He wanted to be with his children. Um, Rumor, who's 31, Scout, who's 28, and Tallulah, who's 26. They were all wearing matching striped pajamas as they practiced safe social distancing at home. Uh, Willis, 65, sat at the back of the group holding out a huge spoon and it said family bonding. The G.I. Jane actress captioned the goofy snapshot on um, Wednesday, 8th of April. Hemming, Emma, then sweetly replied um, at its finest, love and miss you guys. So they also they tied the knot. Emma and uh, Bruce Willis, they tied the knot on in March 2009. And they've got daughters, Mabel Ray, who's uh, born in April 2012, and Evelyn Penn, who's born in May 2014. 
if I do my maths correctly, it seems like these children are significantly younger than the children that Bruce Willis went to go and self-isolate with. So I just find it very weird, the decisions that people are making during this time. Like I'm all for blended families and doing what you're doing, but why didn't everyone quarantine together? Why aren't you quarantining together? Why is it that Emma is at home with the two kids, very young children, because if one's born 2014, what, she's going to be six. She's not even six yet. And then the other one, 2012. So she's, what, eight? Yeah, she's going to be, she's eight now. So you've got an eight-year-old and a six-year-old, but it's the 31-year-old and the 26-year-old and the 24-year-old that you went to go and quarantine with. Are you mad? Are you actually mad? I'll come and I'll come and drag everybody out of that house. Are you fucking mad? So you've left her alone with two children while you're doing quarantine and striped pajamas. You're doing bananas in pajamas with your ex-wife. Don't let me, don't let me, because I'll come through like Angela Bassett and waiting to excel and everything's gonna get bon up. I'm telling you from now. Don't play. Do not play. But I saw that and just thought it was hilarious, like the decisions that people are making. And I saw Boris Kojo was on um, Instagram Live, it looked like, with his wife and another couple. And the way that his wife was moving, the things that she was saying, I just thought, oh, when quarantine is done, it looks like that relationship will also be done. But who knows? Because celebrities are mad. Celebrities are mad. So, yeah, that is it for So You Mad. Let's get into Straw of the Week, a.k.a. Suck Your Mom. Straw of the Pandemic, Straw of the Week. AKA suck your mum. First one has to go out to China. China, fuck you. Fuck you because people are out here, like myself, out here saying that the xenophobia needs to stop. People need to stop moving mad towards China, calling it the Chinese virus. Rare, 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 rare. Saying all of these things. Meanwhile, the Africans that are living in China, you're treating them as, I don't know, like even less than animals. You're, you're, it's absolutely disgusting what's happening in China at the moment. So first of all, Africans, um, the African people that are living in China, a lot of them are being kicked out of their home during all of this self-isolation. When the people should be self-isolating, they've been kicked out of their homes where, you know, their accommodations, things like that. They've been fired from jobs. So they're basically being treated like, um, I, I don't even know what I would call them, but basically being ostracized on a massive scale. Someone posted a, a video on Twitter where a black person has gone into McDonald's and there's a notice that's been put up that says, um, I'm just going to pause it so I can even read it properly. And the um, McDonald's staff is holding it up and she's got her face covered and it says, notice, we've been informed, um, from now on, black people are not allowed to enter the restaurant for the sake of your health. Consciously notify the local police for medical isolation. Please understand the inconvenience caused. So black people are not allowed to enter the McDonald's. They're not allowed to enter into various establishments currently in China because what? So even in the midst of a pandemic, you guys still have the energy to be racist. Still, still. You're not You're not even thinking about the way that the rest of the world is being like xenophobic and horrible towards you and racist towards you. You still have the energy. Like this is what I'm saying, that there's levels to the racism. There's levels to this madness that a whole entire country can still be like, you know what? We're facing um, all of this racism from all of these sides. Who can we be racist to? Ding, ding. Yes, black people. 
this is why you can't be coming at me with people of color solidarity and all of them and women of color and whatever the fuck else because when the shit really really hits the fan everybody still has energy to be especially racist towards black people and that's why all of this is fucked so i don't rescind or retract any support that i've given to china thus far and the way that people are being xenophobic towards china i don't take any of that back like i still stand by the fact that donald trump is mad everybody's fucking mad yeah still very much stand by that but at the same time two things can be true and that is i stand with china in the way that they're being um treated by the rest of the global west or whatever and at the same time fuck china fuck china for their horrible anti-blackness that didn't just start today fuck all of the south and east asians and all of them people that somehow see themselves as better than black people and it's like oh no don't be horrible to us we're not like the blacks and that's why i'll always say forever and a day fuck gandhi yeah i don't care everyone's got energy all the energy for black people whatever could be happening it's like oh oh, 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 no 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 i've still got a bit of racism in here have you not coughed enough you haven't coughed enough you've still got space in your lungs to be like fuck black people that's mad it's mad and it's so disheartening because it's not new to us you know and what gets me is that when people talk about oh I went on holiday somewhere in East Asia and people were taking photos of me and poking me and stroking my hair and whatever people will always jump online and be like oh but it's just because they've never seen black people before they don't mean any harm by it shut up shut up and stop trying to explain away racism stop trying to explain it away it doesn't matter what they meant it by the fact of the matter is that they've decided that this person is other and therefore they're entitled to touch them and prod them and and make actions towards them that's perfectly okay because they don't see them as having any autonomy or personhood that's part of the problem whether they see it's positive or negative or whatever the fuck else is still racist and i don't give a shit so fuck china china you could go suck your mother you pricks for thinking that it's okay to be doing this so the fact that mcdonald's could get away with it and other establishments could get away with it means that the chinese government seems to think that this is okay and they can do whatever the fuck they like so fuck the chinese government fuck it all they can all go and suck their mothers because this is horrendous behavior that's my first straw of the week my second straw of the week goes out to matt hancock and other um mps that think that during this time this is not the best time for us to be discussing a um, raise a raise for the nurses and the as you call them the frontline staff that i fucking hate that terminology this isn't a time to discuss a raise for nhs staff this is not what we want to do we don't need a raise for nurses this isn't a time for us to discuss it meanwhile mps have been given a £10,000 addition to their expenses for working from home. Like, oh, you know, they might need to buy laptops and they might need to buy this and they might need to get virtual assistance and they might need to do this. You're liars. You're liars and you're fucking vagabonds. You're liars and you're vampiric in the way that you are sucking us dry as the citizens of this country to justify your own means. I think that it's absolutely horrendous you only got a raise the other day literally i think you got a raise in what april or something you got a raise the other day and now you've been given ten thousand pounds on top of the expenses allowance that you also already have you've been given ten thousand pounds extra during this pandemic so you can work from home to get laptops and virtual assistance what the fuck are you talking about you're telling me that all of this time that you've been an mp you didn't have a laptop 
You didn't have all of these things available. Some of you, man, have got second homes. You've got this, you've got that. Like, you've got things. You're living lavish. Don't ever try it. Yes, you're, oh, you're representing the borough. You're doing this and you need to get a salary. You've got your salary. You've got expenses, which I feel is rather, rather generous anyway. But now on top of that, you've been given £10,000 extra as expenses. Meanwhile, people who are working as the frontline staff that you like to call them don't have protective wear, don't have accurate protective wear. They're still not being, um, or appropriate um, protective wear. They're not still not being tested in the way that they need to be tested. When they get ill, they're still not being given the care that they, they, they require. So they're dying. But no, you guys get £10,000 so you can have virtual assistance. What about your fucking rascal-like assistants that you already have? They're working from home. You don't need to be paying them extra. They're, they're on a salary already. What virtual assistant do you need? How are you trying to possibly justify having £10,000 given to you extra because you're working from home during this time? Meanwhile, the people who are taking the brunt of this, not just the... Um, people who work for the NHS, the grocery people, people who are working in shops, these people who are out here doing the things that keep us ticking over and running, they're not getting any um, extra money. They're not getting anything. They're not getting any protective wear. They're out here suffering, putting their lives on the line and in a way that they shouldn't have to. If you just did your fucking jobs, they're having to put their lives on the line, but um, this isn't the right time to discuss a raise for them. You can all go and suck your mothers. Anyone who accepted the expenses and was like, oh, well, I needed to do this. You can't justify it to me you can't justify it to me i refuse to hear pim i refuse to hear anything while nhs staff and everybody else out here who is vulnerable especially vulnerable because of the jobs that they do in this situation while they're not receiving the care and the protection that they need and you're you're accepting extra expenses allowance during these times you can all go fuck yourselves and you can all go suck your mothers you absolute pricks Preeti patel is there can't read a fucking number correctly what did she say Three hundred thousand, seven hundred and thousand and forty nine. she was just making up numbers this is how little everybody cares about what's going on as long as they're protected they're living lavish they're living their lives the rest of us don't matter fuck all of you lot fuck all of you lot and when all of this is done i want a reshuffling of all of this parliamentary bullshit i want everyone gone and we're going to start again because this is fucked it's absolutely fucked You'll stand there day after day. You're asked how many people um, um, of, you know, NHS staff or whatever, how many of them have died during all of this stuff? Oh, we can't really be giving you numbers at the moment because we just don't think it's appropriate to talk about that. But you want to clap. Let's clap for our carers. I'm not clapping for any carers. I'm not clapping for Boris. I'm not clapping for any rascal body because clapping does not save lives. Clapping is not saving lives. You know what does save lives? Getting the right um, measures in place, getting people tested, getting them the medication or getting get, getting them the care that they need, getting them protective wear. These are the things that save lives. What doesn't save lives is clapping and fucking banging pots and pans outside the front door. I know that a lot of you need morale at this moment, but I'm telling you, this is not how we do it. Yeah, you're saying let's go and clap for the carers. Meanwhile, you're getting a £10,000 um, increase in your allowance for your expenses. Can you not see how we're being shagged as a society that it's like, oh no, we'll get actual money, but you guys, you get claps. As Musa Okonga put it when he said, um, 
clapping for the NHS carers or clapping for carers is the equivalent of we can't pay you but we'll give you exposure that's literally it we're trying to make these NHS staff and all of these people into um, martyrs and you know with martyrs they can die for the cause I don't want anybody to have to die for this cause too many people have died already if one person died already that's already too many people talk less of the actual numbers that have been hidden from us of the number of people who have actually died from this who work as part of this frontline staff as you like to call them if that was happening in another country you guys would be like oh that's authoritarianism that's not cool you should be that's a dictatorship but this government that's apparently a democracy allegedly a democracy can withhold information from us and that's okay get your fucking lives in order otherwise you know what everybody needs to go to jail for the way that this has been dealt with this the way this pandemic has been dealt with many many people many many people many 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 people need to go to jail yeah many people need to go to jail i want them in jail because this should not have happened this has happened because of incompetence this has happened because of an apathy for the working class people this is why we are here this has happened because of an apathy for black and brown people and their bodies this is why we're here so what needs to happen everybody needs to go to jail everybody needs to go to jail yes that's how i see it and now the final straw of the week Woo, we got to this point. Yes, let me just stretch my body out and get it done. Um, So we're back here again. The final straw of the week goes out to black women who, for some reason, for for some very, very misguided reason, seem to be laying in wait for my downfall they're dying for it gagging for it um and i i've got news for you i don't know how to break it to you but it's never gonna fucking happen it's never gonna fucking happen you're never gonna see it no, I'm really serious. You're never going to fucking see it, you absolute pricks. You're never going to see it. Let me tell you why you're not going to see it. Because God has given the angels charge over me. And I done told you lot when I put my Instagram story out, but I'm going to tell you again, yeah? The angels will lift me on high, yeah? Lest I dash my foot upon a rock. You do not have what it takes. You do not have the source to ever, ever come for me. Why? Because I walk in my truth. And the main reason you can't stand me is because you're failing to walk in your truth. You are dead to the words of your own heart. You are dead to the words of your own karmic assignment. So you want to keep looking upon me and my star and you want to stop it from shining. But that is a that is a catastrophic goal to have. To want to dim the light of another is a catastrophic goal to have. Go and find better goals for yourself. I am not now, nor have I ever been the rascal one to want to come and try with your Higgy Hagger. Don't do it. 2020 is already moving wild like it is. But let me tell you something, yeah? When it comes to my mouth, this fucking virus has nothing compared to my mouth, yeah? The same way that they said that the virus, anybody can get it. When it comes to me and my cusses, any rascal body can get it, yeah? Don't try it yourself. You think that your lungs will be incapacitated or whatever because of the virus. When I tell you about your pussy clot, yeah? You'll still have the same effect. Don't play with me. Don't fucking play with me. And let me tell you how it's different this time. 
before I will go back and forth with you people. I'm always trying to leave space for some kind of redemption. I'm always trying to leave space because you know what? We're all growing and you know, you have an, a version of me that you know, and you want to hold on to that and whatever else. And I just let you have that. I let you fucking have that so you can just get on with your life. But where I'm going, the energy I'm continuing with the rest of 2020 on with and and henceforth is that you will go to jail. Let me see anything that you're mentioning me, especially by name, especially by name, and you're putting anything that even looks a little bit like a threat. Doesn't matter whether I could body you. Doesn't none of that matters. The fact is, I will report that shit. I will take that shit to where I need to take it to, and you will go to jail. Why? Because I'm tired. I'm tired of your hypocrisy. I'm tired of your internalized misogynoir. I'm tired of it being fired in my direction. I will not stand for the fuckery any longer because I don't need to stand for it any longer. I am not a martyr. I refuse to die for your cause. And your cause is what? My downfall. And that's not going to happen. Why I'm saying this is because let me set the scene for you. 2018, um, August 2018, thereabouts, people, I've talked about it before, people moving mad, like, oh my God, you know, Kalechi's this, Kalechi's that. You know, my name was there trending for days because all these black guys online really wanted to get their jokes off because, you know, they can't stand me. It's fine. It's whatever. Do what you're doing. As I've said on this podcast before, I also noticed that there were black women who were in the mentions, who were in the comment sections of these tweets and they were really kikiing and they were really la-ha-haing with these same dudes. Even um, people that would say that, oh, but I, I respect you and I like you and I care about what you talk about and whatever else. They were there. They were putting their little um, memes and um, gifts and they were putting red card, red card up and they were laughing along with, because as far as I'm concerned, we all have, I'm not an anthropologist, but we all understand the function of, um, of gifts when they're put with comments, they add a humorous element. So when you're putting a red card gift over something that somebody's saying that's extremely violent towards me, you're not telling them to stop. You are laughing along with them but pretending like oh my god stop oh my god stop that is what that says and if you're not aware of that then you're an illiterate as far as I'm concerned yeah but you are aware a lot of us are aware and we understand the shorthand that um, gifts pro- provide when we're on social media but that's by the by so I saw that and obviously rightfully so I'm annoyed because I'm just like, really, black women? Really? This is where you want to find yourself with these with these useless men that you will still need me to provide you the podcast that gives you space to think about yourself differently to the way that they tell you that you are. You still require me to be this hyper visible one, be this loud one so you can be who you are and you're still there affiliated with them. Interesting. So all of this happens now. And I was very specific about mentioning that specific gif. Anyway, somebody obviously you know hurt dogs holler, hit dogs holler so um the person who the shoe fit sent me a text message about oh Kalechi oh um I hope that you don't think that I'm the one enabling this guy I only used that gift because you know I was genuinely telling him to stop but he wanted to continue making his jokes and you know he can do what he wants um, but I hope you know that I respect you and I'm a fan of yours and I'm a this and I'm a that I read it and I just thought you know what I'm just going to allow it. I'm just going to allow it. I talked about my, I talked to my therapist about it. And she said, wow, even at that time in 2018, she said, wow, you blocked somebody that you've known before the internet. 
you blocked a friend that you've known before the internet, you blocked them for even appearing to be somehow in on the fence about what was happening online at that time. But this person that you don't know, that you've probably met only once, you haven't blocked her, why? And I was just like, oh, but you know, you know, you know, she kind of apologized. It was a bit of a bumbling message, but you know, she kind of said what she needed to say. So, you know, it's fine, you know, and, and black women, I just want to allow them space, you know, because we're all growing. I, I'm a dickhead in recovery. We all need space to, to grow, I guess. And she pulled me up on it. She was just like, no, you, you give black women allowances to behave towards you in ways that you wouldn't tolerate from any other demographic of, of people. You wouldn't tolerate it. If this was a white woman who did exactly the same thing, you would have put you would have smoked her you would have smoked her Clark she didn't say it in those words but she was like you would have you would have had things to say about that but you don't for some reason have something to say when it's black women why do you feel this misplaced sense of loyalty and I honestly felt dragged but still I I stuck to my guns and I was just like it's fine you know whatever I'll just keep it moving and um so I kept it moving only to then get to the other day when I'm on Twitter and you know reading through people's responses about my little section when I spoke about uh what happened with Halle Berry's son and just saying that people are dickheads for not allowing the boy to just live his best life um this same person this same person that was doing red card, red card had the cheek to be asking people, oh, well, um, so Kelechi was talking about somebody's child. They were like, no, she wasn't talking about somebody's child. She came again. She came again and still tried to keep pushing it with, oh, but, you know, are you sure? Because it and they, they had to really spell it out to her. No, she was not. They had to be so firm that you could see it in the tone of the tweet. No, she was not. Like, why? first of all, do you think I'm a dickhead that if Kelechi was talking about that, that I would be laughing? Like, come on, behave yourself. And also, is this not the same Kelechi that was just running somebody for filth, dragging someone for filth for trying to come in any way at her own child. So why would she be doing that? Why would she do that? But what got me was that I had to now jump in and just be like, well, I wouldn't do that because first of all, I'm not a dickhead. Yeah. And I'm not the one who's posting gifts and laughing along with people when they're attacking fellow black women. So, I mean, let's all know our place in this situation clearly our good sis had energy for me because she was like well you definitely saw me and you could have approached me about this when you saw me and you ate my food and you da, 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 da. shut the fuck up shut shut the fuck up like you're ridiculous because why did why would i need to approach you about the after uh, why would i need to approach you about that after the fact like you've already said in your text message blah, 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 blah. but uh, i wasn't using it for that i was why would i need to bring it back up with you because i'm a mature baby girl i'm not going to bring it back up with you you've written what you needed to write i didn't say anything to you when you're there reacting to all of my instagram stories and ha 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 oh my god oh my god i don't respond to you i didn't respond to you i left you there i actively just stopped talking to you but i left you there because i thought you can stay there and have your space for growth but i don't actually want to talk to you right now then I saw you in person. It's interesting to me how people don't, this is just, this is linked, but I'm not going to tell you how it's linked. It's interesting that people don't realize that just because I stay following you and I, and I make it known that I know you, you get certain opportunities. Um, but I'm still the one that you want to move mad to. And the reason I say that is because I don't want to implicate the person, the third person in this situation. But what I will say is that don't ever get it twisted because I can tell you verbatim the feedback about that specific opportunity. If you really, really want us to go there, I can tell you the feedback about that opportunity. If you don't then 
want to know how it all came about because I can tell a long story about how that opportunity at that event that I saw you at where you were eating my food I can tell you how all of that came about I can do that too you know all of this is possible but it would hurt to realize that the person that you're secretly hating in your heart because of the things that they're doing with their life and the and the ma- ways that they are making the paths that they are creating for themselves in their lives the way that you're hating them you wouldn't possibly want to believe that they also have a hand in what you are currently doing at that specific moment you don't want to believe it but there you have it that is the truth and this is again my f- my failing because i had to prove a point to myself and be like no i'm still following no i'll still retweet when they're doing this and they're doing that so people are looking at it like oh well she obviously you know recommends this person so this is cool you know we will go with that no I'm not doing it any longer from now on if you've moved mad towards me in any way I'm blocking or I'm following and I'm just keeping it moving because I would not want for anyone to think that I'm giving them permission to roll through and come to you because at the end of the day I'm still the one that will get that feedback about how you've moved thereafter and I don't want it I don't want it So let me just put that there. Smart people will know at that point not to push me any further because you know what my mouth is like. Don't, because I I will really talk about it in depth if I if I need to with with dates and all sorts. So let's let's not. But moving on from that, I know it sounds cryptic to a lot of people who are listening, but it needs to be said. So the fact that you have energy to be asking people whether I would say something um, irresponsible in that way and to keep pushing it just tells me that you're waiting for me to flop. You're waiting for me to slip up. And why is that? Unless you're an actual demon, why is that? Why pretend to be, oh, I respect you. I support you. Why? This is why, like, don't ever be offended, dear listeners. If you come at me with energy of like, oh, I like you. And I think you and I are going to be friends. And I did it. And I don't respond or I don't follow you back. The reason I don't is simply because I've found that there are people, whenever they come at me with this hyper enthusiasm to be my friend and they like me so much, that same energy is what they flip later on when I don't do the things that they want me to do. And they apply that much energy into trying to bring about this so-called downfall, which this is ultimately why I keep myself to myself. The people I follow, even then I'm always looking at it and revising it because I want to keep that that space sacred to me so don't be offended if you don't get a follow back if you don't get this if you don't get that because I'm ultimately just protecting my space because I've had it time and time again where it's like oh I love you I love you oh no she didn't do this thing I hate her I want her to die she's a bitch she's a bitch I can't wait for everyone else to realize that she's a bitch it's long for man it's long for man and I don't have time for it but anyway back to this story now you know me like I'll tell you and I'm not gonna go out all you know wild with it I'll just tell you straight facts and that's all I did I just put straight facts and I just said now you're dismissed boom blocked kept it moving only to be told that this person was now tweeting things like well if Kelechi was really really bad why did she block you don't have access to my space anymore my space isn't for you like I should have blocked you in fucking 2018 when you were posting the gif of the red card that's when you should have been blocked but it was me and my silly self that thought you know what keep allowing black women space keep allowing black women space to grow you're not gonna fucking grow on my turf any longer you're not gonna grow at my fucking expense you're not going to do it again with this vampiric energy that you you think that I should just allow you space to keep sucking and sucking from me and sucking me dry like you get energy from me sit down and realize the fact that you lot get energy from me 
From my exuberance, from my zest for life, that's where you get the permission to actually live your life in the way that you live it. Because of the things that I do and I'm doing and have done, that's what allows you the space to do the things that you're doing. Behave yourself about uh, if she, who do, who are you? Why wouldn't I block? Why should? Why do you feel entitled to my space? Is that not internalized misogynoir for you to believe that you have you should have the entitlement to my space and my energy? I know that you all have burner accounts. I know that you can just log out and read my tweets, um, whatever the fuck, or go on my um, stories or whatever. Of course you can do that. All this is telling you by the block is that I just no longer want you here. This is me letting you know that I do not want you here any longer. That's all it says. But then to go further and be like, well, once this pandemic is over, I'm going to rare, rare, rare because I like confrontation or I'm a confrontational person. Who are you going to confront? Who are you going to confront over what exactly? What are you going to confront me about? What are you going to confront me about? The red card gift? Because we all know that, well... This is how they're used. And you definitely used it in this way under a very, very disgusting tweet. You very much used that. You were all, you were complicit in that fuckery. That definitely happened. That cannot be rebutted. It was a thing. It happened and it can't be refuted. You did it. Or are you going to com- um, confront me over what? Um, a, um, a, a comment that didn't actually take place in the way that you thought it did and you have been told that? What, what, what would you be confronting somebody about? What? After this corona, nobody should come up to me for any reason. Don't come up to me. Don't be in my space. Two meters away, they said. Two meters away. Stay far away. Bad energy. Stay far away from me. That is all I want people to know in this situation. Stay far away from me. And if you don't stay far away from me, like I just said, remember when I said it's a courting or it's a clarting? It will not be a clarting. It will be a courting. You will go to jail. Consider the family that you have. You will go to jail. I am done. As Kelechi Okafor, I am done taking hits for black women for the sake of it. No, I don't care if you're if you're a black woman like me. If you mean me harm, you will go to jail if it comes anywhere near me. It will, you will, I don't care about what I am capable of physically doing or whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm not doing it with you. I'm not bringing myself down to your level that would be going back and forth. You have nothing to discuss with me. You are dismissed. Fuck off fuck off because you've proven yourself time and time again that you are not here to celebrate me. You're simply here to wait for me to fuck up. And for that reason, you can fuck off because I am the silly one for believing that people can have friends who actively hate me, who are saying, oh, they've been saving videos of me for six months for the day that they could use it. And you can have friends like that. And I could still believe that, oh, but you, you like me. No, 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 it's not possible. It's not possible. If you have friends that are actively wishing for my downfall, that means by default, you are also wishing for my downfall. So all of you can get in the fucking bin together. And if any of you approach me with any sort of pussyclat energy you will what say it with me you will go to jail crown's prosecution service will know who the fuck i am and where you fucked up is because there are screenshots of what you said after i blocked you there are literal screenshots of oh well if she talks about me on the podcast then it's gonna be this and it's gonna be this whose mum's house are you gonna bring the arms out who because that is a threat that is malicious communications screenshotted you will go to jail That is all I have to say about this. Going forward, 
anybody who wants to try me because a lot of you keep forgetting that the internet isn't just the internet and it's just existing out there. It is real life. It is real life. And I need to give you the same energy that I give anybody else of any other demographic that means me harm. I don't care any longer that you're a black woman, that you're trying to figure it out and you want to use me as the projection of your insecurities about your own greatness. I will not stand for it any longer. This is why you will not achieve greatness. This is why you won't achieve it. Because when you see greatness in other people, you want to stamp it out. What reason would you have to even believe that I would do something and then be digging so fervently to prove your point? Like, oh, are you sure she didn't say it? Are you sure she... Why are you so desperate for me to have said some fuck shit? Why don't you take that same energy towards the black men that you know in your life who come online daily to look for black women to attack? Why don't you take that energy towards them? No, instead you'll be posting gifts and you'll be laughing along. You'll be doing that, but it's me that you want to save that vim for. If you don't turn that vim the fuck around and take it elsewhere... Honestly, let us all know ourselves in this 2020. Let us all know ourselves. I'm not your sis anymore. I'm not your queen. I'm not your any fucking thing. I'm just collecting. I'm just a baby girl. And as a baby girl, I have to protect my baby world. And my baby world includes more than just me now. So if you're writing shit like, well, when I see her, da, 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 to me, that is a threat. And when you make that threat, boom, you're going to jail. That's it. That is it for this week. I have been Kelechi Okafor and this has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right. Suck your mom. Yeah, for that last straw of the week, you suck your mom. I hope the tarot resonated with you all. I'm wishing you all great, great vibes during this time. And like I said, if you choose, any of you choose to move mad, whether you're listeners of this show or otherwise, you will go to jail. Yeah, that's for everybody. Behave yourself so you don't have to go to jail. That means staying in your house. That means just doing all the things that you're asked to do so we can just get this the fuck over with and um, move on to a new way of living. I wish you all peace. I wish you all joy. And I wish you all the courage to see yourselves as your highest selves and move in that direction. Peace. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Baby, sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are gonna sip it, yo. Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind.